0: been talking about the law of confession the law of confession and we'll be continuing with it this morning we've been looking at it and uh, we'll be continuing with it this morning let's open our bibles to job chapter 38 new living translation job 38 verse 33 job 38 verse 33 the king james says knowest thou the ordinance of ordinances of heaven canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth it says do you know the laws of the universe can you use them to regulate the earth?" now understanding the laws of the universe will give you an advantage understanding the laws of the universe and we've been looking at the law of confession and we define confession saying the same thing as god says when we begin to say what god says concerning us say what he says concerning our lives because most times when people hear the word confession all they think of is sin but this morning, we want to look at the tongue the creative force the tongue a creative force now i want you to pay, pay close attention this morning because many of us will be understanding a lot of things that we call allergy really is created by us by our words a lot of the problems we go through in life is created by our words let's look at genesis chapter one genesis chapter one from verse one the bible says in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters and god said let there be light and there was light and god saw the light that it was good and god divided the light from the darkness notice and god said let there be what light verse 2 says and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep The earth was without form and void. Darkness prevailed over everywhere. Darkness was everywhere. But the Bible says, and God said. Now listen, we were not told that God had to specially, maybe do some special things before he started saying. You know some of us, when we want to pray, we take some special positions. Thinking that that is only when God hears us. But listen to me, every word you speak, whether privately or publicly regardless of who you are talking to every word carries weight and god said let there be light and the bible says there was light hebrews eleven three. <clears> 3 <throat> hebrews eleven three. 3 it says through faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of god So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Through faith we understand that the words were framed. The world that you are seeing, the whole universe that you are seeing, came into existence on the basis of the word spoken by someone. God spoke and the word came into being. That is to tell you the creative power that is in God's word the creative power that is in the world and you know the bible says this in genesis sorry in john the bible says god is a spirit is that not so and genesis said we were made in the image and in the likeness of god so if god is a spirit and you and I are now made in the image and the likeness of god so we way are spirit is, if his word has creative ability your word also has a creative ability Jehovah has a creative ability no wonder that the scripture says in proverbs 18 verse 21 proverbs 18 21 it says death and life are we here? They are there we are and not in the hand of the devil death and life the Bible says they they are in the power of the tongue not in the hands of the devil not witches and wizards no, it's not witches and wizards. Death and life are in the power of the devil. Sorry, in the power of the tongue. <laughs> not in the power of the devil. Not witches and wizards. Not the people that are against you. Death and life resides in your tongue. What does that mean? With your tongue, you can release life. And with your tongue, you can release death. With your tongue. Your tongue can release life your tongue can release death james chapter 3. and that's why we need to be very careful of what we say because there's a creative force in your tongue death and life and the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof so your tongue can release life or your tongue can release death your tongue can release sickness your tongue can release healing your tongue can make you poor and your tongue can make you rich so you find many that are struggling financially in life it's not based on the devil it's based on their words and I've seen this happen in in real life I've seen someone who those who spoke their way into poverty talked themselves into poverty used their words to kill thriving business and they just say, well, but I'm just talking reality. Yes, reality got them into problem. Hallelujah. James chapter 3. The Bible says, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater damnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to redo the whole body. Behold, we put beads in the horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold, also the sheaves, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small hem, whithersoever the governor listed. Even so, the tongue is a little member, and boasted great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth! And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defiled the whole body and set it on fire the whole, and set it on fire at the cause of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. Praise the Lord. Now, get the picture of what the scripture is saying. Verse 2 says, In many things we offend all. in, all, in many things. But if you can find a man who does not offend in what? Who knows how to use his words rightly? The Bible says you have found a perfect man. If you know a man who knows how to use his words rightly, who doesn't just speak anyhow? The Bible says, then you have a perfect man. He now gave us something. He says in verse 3: He said, Behold the horse. We put bits in their mouths. So that you can use the beads to control them. You are riding the horse. I mean, if you've seen those who ride horses, when you want the horse to turn, you don't use your hand to start turning the head of the horse. Is that what happens? No. You see them, they, 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 they have the rein in their hands, and then they are, they are going with the horse, and with it, they put pressure on the mouth of the horse. With it, they can direct the horse in whichever direction they want guide the horse he said we put bits in horses mouth with that they're able to guide the horse they're able to direct the horse we want the horse to go this way they don't go there and start forcing the horse oh yeah horse turn no just a little pressure in one direction the horse knows that i'm to go this direction a little direct pressure on the other side the horse knows it need to go there and then he now told us he said look at the sheep the ship in the sea so mighty how many of you have been in a ship you've you've been in a ship i'm not talking of Uh canoe. i'm not talking of speedboat at least the closest thing that i've entered that is close to a ship is a it should be a ferry um i was in a mombasa That should be 2015 now. I was in Mombasa and um, I traveled from the the mainland, there's the the mainland, there's the interland or island or whatever it is. And to cross, the government provided a ferry, it's free. So you see, you can't, there's no bridge across it. There's no bridge to get to the other side where you have all the hotels, the resort areas. It's, it's detached from the mainland. So there's a ferry, one on this side, one on this side. They move at the same time. And uh, so when you get there and the ferry the ferry has moved, you have to wait till the next one. And when it's time for a ferry to move, they will load so many vehicles on it at the same time. Because everyone driving. So you'll be inside your car. Once they open the gate, you all drive into the ferry with your cars, with your trucks, and all the human beings going with legs. <laughs> So, I mean, each time you can find up to 100 to 200 people on it at the same time. You have several cars, trailers, buses, everybody will drive in. Then, when it is full, it will move to the other side. And I mean, it's not still as big as a big ship. But you can imagine the number of people on it, the number of cars that will be on it at a time. Because when you see the crowd, you wonder will all these people enter that place? They will. And that because that's what moves people across there's no bridge there so it's the ferry now that's uh, the, something that i've entered that is closest to a ship <laughs> so at least i've not traveled with the ship maybe one of these days i will take a vacation hallelujah and just take a vacation around the bahamas and all those things along the islands amen and just go on a cruise hallelujah listen to me are you doing to <laughs> This life the enjoyment is good now Who uh-huh. tell you say son of mine was born to suffer <laughs> you keep you keep entering those on that day <laughs> have you noticed what they write on those lorries uh, like, uh, no condition is permanent <laughs> when you see people traveling on the on those lorries the road no condition is permanent but what am i bringing out as big as the sheep is the bible says tossed with a fierce wind the pilot or no the no, the captain of the ship determines where the ship is going. As massive as a ship may be. I mean, you look at some of these uh what's it called military ships, some of these aircraft carriers. My god, those things are cities on their own. <laughs> it's a is a is a city because you may find between five to ten thousand people on one ship, those military aircraft carriers. They are massive. Carry more than 50 aircrafts. With their own runway. Everything there. So it has its own airport. Everything. (laughs) Over, I mean. So it's going. It's traveling. The captain has decided where they are going to. Now, the wind doesn't ask you where you are going, the wind wants to blow you off course. Is that not so? But the captain does not leave the ship to the mercy of the wind. The captain determines where the ship is going. And he sets his course and says towards where he's going, regardless of where the wind may be blowing. The same, if you listen to me, your life is the ship on earth. The winds are the circumstances that are coming to you. But your tongue is what sets your direction and it doesn't make a difference the wind that is blowing you can take control of your life you don't have to allow the situation hey you hear people say well hey pastor oh, well based on the present circumstance circumstance has nothing to do with where you are going circumstance has nothing to do you don't say well based on the wind then you allow the wind to blow you in any direction I mean, one of the most turbulent flights I've ever in, in flown, I was in, uh, Atlanta to New York, we landing in JFK. You could feel, as, it's as if the plane was flying through, a, I mean, a, a counter current trying to blow it off. And, uh, of course, the pilot knows where the wrong way is, but the wind was trying to move that thing off you could feel the whole plane vibrating as if everything was going to break into pieces but we landed why a captain knew where he was going he didn't just say well wherever the wind wants let's go no you will land on people's houses (laughs) and that's not the best place to land (laughs) amen Eh, Pastor B. you don't want to be in a plane that lands on the house that's not where you want to land you want to land on the on the airstrip so the the captain has already determined where the plane is going likewise you as a believer must take control of your tongue you see what the devil does is to influence us he takes advantage of our ignorance and we use our tongue to get ourselves off course oh in nigeria right now sure you've had a second wave of COVID-19 has come. God knows who will die. God knows who is going to be affected. Well, you just enlisted yourself. Oh, the way this uh, the country is. If you don't know anybody, you know you can't make it. Well, you just told yourself you can't. You just allow your tongue to move you. Of course. Oh, you know every year and uh, when there's that change of weather, it is normal. When there is change of weather no it's not the change of weather it's your tongue that has caused it it's not the weather is changing for everybody but it's not everybody that is sick hallelujah something i have to wake up to something some few years ago every time i'm exposed to dust every time i'm exposed to dust i always come down with runny nose every time i'm exposed to dust i always end up with runny nose and katar and all those things but I have to tell myself, wait a minute. It's not everybody that is exposed to dust that experiences this. You know, many of us say, you know, Pastor, but I know my body, I'm sensitive to this. Yes, as long as you keep saying it, that's what you keep getting. So I told my body, body, you will behave yourself. I asked myself, did Jesus walk on that route? Huh? Answer me, did he walk on that route? he walked on dusty roads is that not so and i mean now do you think that with the crowd that was always around him when they walked all of them were walking so gently they were not raising dust how do you think with a crowd like that there will have been dust everywhere but we are never told that jesus couldn't go out the next day because he had Qatar. <laughs> no that would be our own excuse eh? yeah you know it was because of the dust that was exposed to yesterday that's why i'm having this problem today i said no it's not the dust it's your man that have created it look at what the scripture says in james chapter 3. look at verse 5. james chapter 3 verse 5. the bible says even so the tongue is a little member, and great things, build how great a matter, a little fire let. How great a matter a little fire let. Now you want to start a big fire. Oftentimes you hear wildfire happening in some parts of the world. We don't often have that problem in this part in Nigeria. but I mean this year there' have been a lot of wildfire like in Australia, like in the U.S and some of those places, there are a lot of wildfires now. Those wildfires are often created by one small spark somewhere, one small spark somewhere, and the fire will start. And then, before you know it, now the Bible says, "What great fire a little!" It says, "What great matter a little fire kindled." Now, there's what is called kindling. When we went to village in those days, when you want to make a fire, you carry the wood now when you want to light the wood you don't just strike matches and put there's this kindla uh i don't know what they call it in, in in english but i remember we used to call it ogusho i don't uh, this small thing pamkana is it made from palm pam-kana? Huh? pamkana okay then you put it inside the under the wood that one can easily catch fire. Then you will light it. How many of you have ever experienced it? Aha. All these young ones. You know. Huh? They will know, know. Then you light it. Then it starts burning. And from there, the wood itself will catch fire. And do you know what? Within minutes, you will find a trace of it. Now, all that is left is the wood that is burning now but what caused the fire itself is no longer there and it's the same in life what we don't realize is this our words is what often caused the problem but we don't trace it to it any longer you see all the devil needs to do is just engineer a small thing and we will perpetuate it you say what do i mean oh okay when the weather is changing once in one year you had a little cutter then you came to a conclusion, oh, when the weather is changing, I will always have kata So you started propagating it. And you, ah, just watch it next year when the weather changes. All that the devil did is one year. The rest now is you. You now keep saying it. Maybe you ate something the first time, and then you reacted to it. You've had a little problem with it. What is it that happened? And and notice, the first reaction is not usually even the massive one. It's not. You just had a little reaction to it. And what's the next thing? Oh, I think I'm allergic to this. I'm allergic to this. I'm allergic to this. And the more you keep declaring it, the more your body keeps getting more reactive to it. When we're in school, because you see, some of these things I've practiced it. I don't used to eat granite i don't take coca oats if i take coca oats my all my mouth will be swollen if i take coca oats i mean within an hour or two you see my lips they'll be swollen if i eat granite my tongue will become very itchy that was there but when i learned this truth and i used to say well i'm allergic to uh what's it called oats and all those things I like allergic to it i said now when they serve in the school then they what they for breakfast in the is either they serve you pap or cookouts and i couldn't even remember ever taking pap before i don't know how i just got i never liked pap anything corn i mean I can't remember taking it from the time I entered primary school. You know, I, in growing up, they always said that in cooking the beans, they say there's uh, beans for twins. They'll cook beans and uh, corn. And then I'll always remove the corn by the side. And my mom will always cook it. <laughs> and she believes she's cooking it for us. And me, I'm not eating it. I'll remove the corn by side. and eat it. But after a while, I did start taking pap until about year 2000 2002 that's when i started taking pap but then cookouts i remember that in the school i just told myself wait a minute we are paying the same amount in this cafeteria whether i eat this thing or not (laughs) they serve you the same number they won't serve you more slices of bread because they are not taking outs. they serve you the same Slices of bread, then they serve you other pap or cookouts and tea and egg, whichever one you want. Uh, And for your information, everything was just 50 copper. Amen. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm sure you did enjoy that. It was just 50 copper. But then, after a while, I told myself, wait a minute, body you will obey. I told myself, I will eat granite and it will not do me anything i will take oats and it's not going to hurt me and if you want to try me buy me a can of outs today hallelujah amen i would like that can try buy me a, a, just you know there's this big one of cookouts it's not too expensive it's just about two thousand eight three thousand that's to tell you that i buy it for me to know the price so i mean but then i was not taking it before if every time i mean every time i dis- i take it then the next day you find out that my friends will be saying what happened to your mouth why are your lips swelling?" well i took out <laughs> <laughs> but then when i took charge of it look at luke chapter 17. luke 17. <coughs> i began to speak to my body but then you don't misbehave luke 17 verse 6. luke 17 luke 17 and the lord said if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed you might say unto this sycamore tree be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it should obey you. You will say to this sicker mind tree, when you will speak to your body, body, behave yourself. Body, behave yourself. I began to speak to my body. Body, you will take out and you will not react. Body, you will eat this. You eat granite. It's good for you. I began to speak to it. And do you know what happens? Gradually, gradually, the reaction ceased. It didn't stop one day. But gradually, over a period of a time, it stopped. Like I said, I kept telling my body I will no longer react to dust. Gradually, over a period of the time, it ceased. Now, dust is not a problem. But you say a lot of us, oh, and you see, Pastor, I know my body. No, it's not that your body is your mouth. I know my body uh-huh. once I expose my body to this, this will happen. It's not your body. Listen, that body is designed to obey you, it will obey you. All the devil does for a lot of people is that if you just engineer a little thing, and with our words, we often perpetuate it. Uh-huh. I, I react to this, I react to that, I react to- no, I don't react. The Bible says, like in the first Timothy, it says all food is to be I received with thanksgiving. Is that also so? All, 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 all. I may not like the food and not eat it, but not that I react. The Bible says, All food is to be received. So I receive it. Lord, thank you for it. If it is good for Paul and Silas, it is good for me. Hallelujah. I will not like the face of it. But then, it doesn't mean that when I eat it, I'm going to react. I'm going to do anything. No way. Listen, your, there is a creative power in your tongue. Let's start using our tongues rightly. Rather than speaking negative things, let's start speaking words. Positive words. Let's start speaking things that will create things for us. Start speaking positive things about your business. Start speaking positive things about your family start speaking positive things about your wife your husband your children start speaking positive things about them don't create a monster from your words don't turn your husband into a monster by your words no use your words well use your words well there's that creative power there the bible says and the earth was without form and void and, dark, and darkness was upon the face of the day and god said and it was so, and that's why the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. You keep saying it, and then you will see it. Oh, Pastor, you see, Pastor, it's just that you don't understand me. Once I start feeling this way, I know, I know I'm going down with this. Pastor, you see, I have studied my body for some years now. Once I start feeling like this, I know it is typhoid. Yes, I know, I agree with you. And you see pastor just watch it. for the next two weeks i'm going to be down and it shall happen exactly just as you have said and then you say pastor didn't i tell you now what you didn't know was that you played right into the hands of the devil what he wanted you to do was what you did well, we are going to look at that one of these days you see many of us don't understand that the devil doesn't have one-third of the authority power that we thought he has he doesn't have it it's our words oftentimes that he uses against us it's our words it's what we say we are the one that licenses him with our words we are the one that empowers him with the words that we speak not understanding it and we just think well but I'm just speaking what is happening no you are not just speaking what is happening God saw darkness but God never said anything about darkness because God understood the laws of the spirit he saw the darkness but you will find god saying one thing about the darkness what was it that god said light because what what is it that he wants light is he interested in darkness no so why speak what you are not interested in stop saying what is happening around you start declaring what you want around you and things around you will change i know now listen i know it's not easy the one of the easiest thing to do is to speak negatively I, because they listen we have been trained that way from birth. we have been trained very few of us grew up in a I, well at least i didn't grow up i don't know if anybody grew up in a house where they learned faith from childhood Pastor B, did you grow up like that we didn't grow up in a house like that we are not taught faith from childhood some of these children when i see them now yeah cheesy all live because all of this uh, I, I said these ones are blessed children why they, they they have abilities to learn this from childhood amen but we we didn't learn it it was as adults we began to learn these truths and thank god we are now taking advantage of it but you this is the time for you to start speaking what is good in your life hallelujah there's a creative ability in your tongue Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And make up your mind, I will use my tongue to create life. Use your tongue to create wealth. Use your tongue to create abundance for yourself. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless and exalt your name. We give a praise. I just want you to pray for yourself right now and say, Lord, help me to use my tongue to speak life. Lord, we give a praise, we give you glory. Thank you, precious Father. I want you to begin to speak life to yourself speak life speak healing to yourself father thank you lord because i walk in perfect health every part of my body functions perfectly in the name of jesus every part of my body functions perfectly i refuse to speak what is happening i speak what your word says if your word says i am healed i declare that i'm healed I declare that I'm healed. I declare that I'm prosperous. I declare that I'm abundantly supplied. In the name of Jesus, I declare that the favor of God is upon me. Everywhere I go, people favor me. Everywhere I go, people favor me. In the name of Jesus, the favor of God is upon me. Lord, we thank you. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. Thank you, precious Father. We worship and exalt your holy name. We give you glory and praise we say be there exalted and be that glorified thank you lord god of heaven we worship your name lord even as we use our words to our own advantage father lord we will no longer use our words to our own detriment but rather we will use our words to our own advantage in the name of jesus we give you thanks and we give you glory we say that exalted and be that glorified thank you father lord god of heaven for every man every woman every boy every girl yes lord as you grant us insight into this truth lord in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and we give you the praise. We say that I exalted and be thou glorified. Thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.